let's talk about 2020 pandemic, good and bad stuff going on. Uh, we're going quite a few days here without an update from the BC government, aren't we? Yeah, and I expect, uh, well, tomorrow, right? So we will get the numbers. Uh, BC has not done what some other jurisdictions have done, which is provided updates even over the weekends. Um, you know, that's just the way we do things here. And as you know, the way we do things here is the only way you could ever do them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sarcasm. Nice. Yeah, I know. I mean, there's been some, there's been some critical coverage of the way BC handles things. Uh, I was, I was struck on the weekend by an, a piece in the national post where they pointed out that BC and some other jurisdictions will not release details of things like retail out, outbreaks and all that. You know, it's very hard to get local, regional breakdowns, detailed breakdowns in BC. They just don't do it. Uh, and uh, somebody, a writer in the National Post, Chris Sally, pointed out that <laughs> Walmart, however, has told us how many Walmart employees yeah. have gotten COVID-19. I think it's, what, 700. Amazon has reported um, 400 cases uh, at its warehouses. So, you know, some retailers have got no problems with this, but when you look at the government numbers, you go, uh, you know, they just do global retail. And the reason, well, you know, the premier got asked uh, by Global on the on the year-end interview, and he says, no, no, we don't want to stigmatize. We want people to come forward. We want them to report. We don't want to, you know, wreck businesses and all that. I I understand, but the flip side of that is we're struggling for detail, especially mm -hmm. here in British Columbia. And uh, despite efforts, including uh, by our colleague Keith Baldry, to, to get, a, get them to tell us more, it's been a struggle to get them to tell us more. And even including like just where these cases came yeah. from early on, right? As you pointed yeah. out, from early on, most of our cases have come from Europe and the United States. Yeah, you know, that's true. I noticed that, you know, Bill Blair, a federal minister, was asked about this, and he said, well, you know, total 1.8 cases now uh, came from international travel, but all the cases early on were traceable to international travel and not just to China. We had a, we had a lot of uh, our cases, and Dr. Bonnie Henry's provided us with the graphs on this, a lot of our cases early on came from either Europe um, or uh, travel through Europe or from the United States. So certainly not all China, not all Iran, even though there was certainly some cases came that way. So yes, uh, and we've allowed international travel. So, you know, there's regular reports of how many international flights are still coming in and out of Vancouver. Everybody's supposed to isolate, quarantine. If they don't have a plan to isolate slash quarantine, the government provides them with accommodation until they have one. But there's a voluntary aspect of it. We've now got, as you know, Simi, it's been on the news, we have one case yeah. from the UK, came in December the 15th. It's the new strain that we're told is more contagious, I think 50% more contagious. Um, the the case of the person, we're told, was in self-isolation. They were quarantined, um, but contact tracing is going on, and if there was any variation in that at all, we don't know that there was, mm -hmm. um, it spreads very easily. 
Uh, let's talk about the ski resort situation here as well. We were talking about this earlier this morning about it just seems to me that there's a problem at some ski resorts with the staff outbreaks. Yeah, I mean, there's been pictures posted of of good and bad from some of the ski resorts. So, you know, distancing going on, separation going on, people are up on the ski slopes, but there are precautions in place. But we also have significant outbreaks with staff, uh, Big White in particular. And what's the latest one? Is it Sun Peaks? You want to get that yeah. right. Because, uh, because uh, yeah, so there's been some problems. And... Uh, you know, I, I would say that every time, every day when I, when you look at the reporting and the coverage, you can see good examples. Um, you can also see bad examples and you're always going back and forth between, yes, there is evidence that the, the curve has peaked again, that it's flattening, that some of the data is headed in the right direction down, but we're still in a, uh, to me, in a world where there are two paths ahead, and it is way too soon to become complacent. Yeah, that's the big thing there, right? Oh, speaking of which, though, oh, there was a lot of concern about BC ferries, yes. right, over the holidays, and that turned out to be okay. Yeah, so that's a good one. Uh, BC ferries, there was outrage, or anger. Uh, I got notes about it. Most news organizations did when BC ferries announced that they would be increasing sailings over the holiday season. They added 45, 46 sailings. And what kind of a message is that sending? Uh, They're telling people, go ahead and travel because we're even preparing for it. Well, uh, ferries very quickly came back and said, look, that's only about a quarter as many sailings that we normally add over the holiday season. And it is being done in anticipation of holiday cargo uh, truck shipping and that sort of thing. Ferries is the main link uh, to get supplies and goods, and Christmas presents and everything else to Vancouver Island. And in anticipation, the ferries added some extra sailings. Well, ferries, most recent report was for December 23. I haven't seen data since then, but December 23 is normally one of the heaviest days of the year for travel on the ferries. BC Ferries said passenger travel was down 75% number of people on the vessels. The terminals were empty. There were no waits. So most people got the message. There's still some travel. Uh, There was Uh still some truck travel. They said that was down 50%. Um, They said some people travel because they live on the mainland and work on the island or vice versa. Um, so, you know, Ferry said it would have been unworkable for them to check travel plans and passports and all that stuff. And have you got a letter from your doctor saying you have to go to the island? Um, they, they counted on the public to get the message. And the numbers we've seen suggest that they mostly did get the message. We'll know, of course, in two weeks uh, when we get updates whether or not collectively British Columbia did what they were told over the Christmas holidays. Okay, let's talk about uh, herd immunity here yeah. just quickly as well, because this is so interesting. I read a great article in the New York Times this morning how the idea of getting the shot, getting vaccinated, has become more and more popular in the United States. Good people, thing. Yeah, people who said they weren't going to now say they're going to, and they're saying one of the reasons why is because of all the visuals of, picture of people getting the shot. Uh, that's a very good thing, and I think 
you know, I was delighted when I saw Dr. Henry get the shot uh, last week and back up her claim that it's safe, uh, there's no concerns. I think you are going to have to have celebrities doing that to get the message out there, and I think that's a good thing because, you know, there was a very depressing story in the New York Times on Sunday, and it noted that Dr. Fauci in the United States has gone from saying herd immunity would be accomplished 60 to 70 percent He's now saying it may take up to 90% of the province population to be vaccinated to have herd immunity. He said he uh, understated his estimate early on because he didn't think people were ready for the suggestion that it's going to mm. take a lot more than it does. The difference, of course, Simi, is if uh, if it's 60 to 70%, the people who refuse to get vaccinated, the anti-vaxxers and that, aren't a big issue because... 60 to 70 percent of the population will be vaccinated. If it's going to be 90 percent, no one's sure it'll get there. If it's going to be close to 90 percent, you're getting up into the realm of measles and even a relatively small number of people not vaccinated uh, can mean the virus continues to spread. So this is this has huge implications for the year ahead and uh, it's, uh, as I said, it was depressing, but it was also cautionary, uh, what I read on, in the New York Times piece on Sunday. It sure was. All right, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.